This is Millie, and this is the Escaping Narcissistic Parents Podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. I will put this in the show notes. I also want to just give you a heads up with a coaching program that I've been talking about, but I have been making a lot of progress with lately. I have to work out a few bugs, but outside of that, it should be ready soon. Okay, guys. Um, so as I was saying in the intro there, um, my, I've been talking about this program and it hasn't come to fruition. Um, if you guys have ever attempted to do anything that involves technology and I'm not, I am a good person with technology, right? (laughs) You know that there's always going to be an issue. My biggest issue was uploading the videos to the platform and um, because the files were too big. It, it, it was just, I had recorded four videos already. I threw one away um, because I thought it was a little repetitive. But the other three I had to cut into three or halves and compress in order to upload them. And now I'm working with um, uh, with the website, right? The website that you build to so that people can go there and, and purchase your product. Um, I think that they use the the platform uses WordPress, and not not to say anything negative about WordPress because I have my own personal web page, which is escapingnarcissisticmothers.com. But WordPress is confusing, okay? If you're not an IT person, it's confusing. And I, it, it's so similar that I'm thinking they use WordPress. And, well, let's just say that it's driving me crazy. So I took the weekend off. Well, I took today off. Today is Sunday. Well, actually, it's, it's past midnight, so it's Monday morning. But it's Sunday, you know. Um, and... So that's that. So hopefully I'll have a product soon. And just to give you a little bit of a um, of how it's going to work is I want I want it to be a coaching program where um, it's not just you watch some videos. You will have two Zoom calls per month, which you can join, and I will be there. Of course, I'll be you know moderating and. I'll pick a topic and we can discuss that. And of course, you can always tell me ahead of time. But the nicer thing is a private Facebook group. Um, I think it's it's a it's a, a nice little perk of this program where I will be checking it, right? I'm doing this all myself right now, right? So I'll be checking it and, and answering and commenting and it's 100% private. I made sure that no one from any other group or a troll cannot get in. You have to answer a question in order to get into the group. 
which is going to be just, you know, whatever name and email you use to get into my program, you have to use to get into the group, okay? And so there can't be any trolls. It'll be invisible. So people can see your, your page on Facebook and they will not know that you're in this group. This group will be invisible. So it'll be completely private. So it'll be a wonderful place to discuss the things you want to discuss that you don't want to say on Instagram, which I understand. Okay, enough with that. So what am I talking about today? Okay, something that actually um, kind of broke my heart and I've seen more than, than once is the issue of, I want to go no contact, but I have siblings that are younger than me. And this is not about me, people. I'm, I'm just saying as if it were me. I have younger siblings I'm leaving behind if I go no contact. And I feel guilty and I'm worried about my siblings. This is an issue that comes up over and over and over again because a lot of times if you are lucky enough to figure out that your mother or father is toxic when you're young at a very young age right when maybe the your parent is a little bit more overt you know, more open and their um abuse is more it's not as underhanded right those of us with a covert narcissistic parent, we didn't see the abuse because it was so underhanded. It was about manipulation, lies, and slimy, disgusting, you know, backwoods stuff. While there are those overt narcissists that are just, you know, the drunks, uh, the ones that hit you, the ones that scream all the time. The abuse is very noticeable. And you're the oldest child and you've already gotten out of the house. But you don't want to go full no contact because you don't want to leave your siblings behind in that situation. What can I tell you? That is one of the hardest situations I can imagine having. I am an only child. Those of you that have heard my other podcasts, and maybe I should do a reboot of um, my story because it is such uh, an interesting story. I have um, the reason I figured out my mother was a narcissist is because there was a big family secret when I was 42, being raised an only child. I got a phone call uh, from a man claiming he was my brother. And, um, well, I'll leave it at that if I'm going to do a podcast about it. <laughs> but, but I was raised an only child. I'm an only child. That's how I see my, myself. Um, because, well, I'm no contact, even though my mom passed away. And um, I really don't have much contact with my siblings either. And, yes, I said siblings. There's, there was more than just him. Um, all right. So... <laughs> Um, so I, I don't know what it's like to grow up with siblings and, you know, what that relationship, that sibling relationship is. Um, so it's hard for me to put myself exactly in your shoes. I have empathy 
for those of you that are in that situation, um, I know that you must love your siblings, right? And that you don't want to leave them behind and you feel guilty. And there are things that the narcissist is going to do, without a doubt, to control the situation. So if you, especially if you're the scapegoat, which of course, as I always say, if you're listening to me, you're the scapegoat, right? You're the target of abuse. Um, they might do things like say, well, if you stop talking to me, then you won't be able to see your brothers and sisters. And that's very common. What What is the easiest way to control you if they know that you are this loving person who cares deeply about the siblings, right? We are these people with these gigantic hearts who wear our hearts on our sleeves because of what we've been through, right? We tend to overshare with people we don't even know, Um case in point right now I'm talking to a bunch of strangers right <laughs> um, and I've been doing it for a couple of years and I've said pretty much everything I could I've talked about very very personal things in my podcast we tend to overshare we tend to trust people now unfortunately when you begin to heal when you begin to see the world through a different lens which happens, you know, when you when you distance yourself from the abuse, we 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 change, right? We trust no one, you know. Things kind of shift completely to the opposite end. At least that's what happened to me, and I know that happens to a lot of people, where we we end up not trusting anyone, and our friend group becomes increasingly small uh me with the pandemic and because i have an autoimmune disorder i barely go anywhere right and i have hung out with my husband's co-worker and his wife and i like them both so much but i noticed that i'm not the way i used to be like i didn't meet them and immediately go well his wife is going to be my new best friend not at all. We're friendly. Absolutely. But we're not, I don't talk to her about anything personal. And in a, a, a way, I see that as a, a great improvement from the way I used to be. Um, I hope that I will be able to open up again. But I like the fact that I'm feeling people out before I say, well, I can trust this person, right? I used to do that a lot at work, and it did not turn out well for me. I know a lot of you are going to be like, oh, my God, that's me, right? You talk to people you just met. You tell them about your personal life, and guess what? They'll use it against you. We can't trust people. People are not like us. We're, we're a breed that we're like you know, very expensive glassware, right? Baccarat, if you people know what that is. If you don't, it's very expensive 
you know, wine glasses and champagne flutes. Because we're very delicate. And we're very, you know, easily hurt and broken. So, anyway, going back to the topic. So, what do you do if you have siblings and the narcissistic parent has pretty much told you, well, if you stop talking to me, you're losing your siblings. You may not like what I have to say. Um, but I'm going to start with a phrase that Chris Godinez, which I have talked about before, says all the time in her videos. She is a licensed therapist who makes YouTube videos from Arizona. K-R-I-S-G-O-D-I-N-E-Z. Please feel free to watch her videos. I'm going to say what she says all the time. If the person in your life who is toxic, if it is a person that you would not have a relationship with, other than the fact that they are your parent or a family member, then proceed accordingly. Make, make believe, no, treat them just as you would treat a person you met a month ago and you you're starting to see oh I don't like this behavior I don't like that behavior and how would you treat that person so that's what you have to do with a narcissistic parent unfortunately okay none of this is easy I've never promised easy I've promised healing maybe and I haven't promised that yet but with the with my my new um program I'm hoping that healing comes from it because part of healing is learning everything you can and then being able to let go and of course therapy and being validated is part of that healing process um, I don't have an insurance that covers therapy, so my therapy is very sporadic, unfortunately. But I have found a way, right, to feel better, right? And, you know, don't think that because my mom is dead, things are better. Things are things were better before, right before she died than they are right now because I'm in a kind of a strange situation, but I'll talk about that another day. Um, so... When you're dealing with the narcissistic parent and they've threatened you or you know for a fact, whatever they hold over you, whether it's seeing your siblings or money, you know, the will, I'm going to take you out of the will or whatever it is, right? I, lo I loaned you money, you have to repay me immediately. Whatever it is, you cannot let them manipulate you. Okay, I'm not saying that they're not going to go through with their threat. They may very well do that. That's just reality. But I give you permission to put yourself first. Okay? I know that people use this over and over again when I'm going to say, but it's the truth. When you get on an airplane, 
they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first and then put it on your child. It's okay to put yourself first because you can't help anyone if you are dead. Okay? Now, I'm not saying you're dead. I'm talking about if, you know, you're, you're in an airplane where the air pressure has changed and there's no oxygen, not enough oxygen, right? You have to be breathing. You have to save yourself. You have to heal yourself before you can even think about helping a sibling. Okay? Now, am I saying you go no contact? That's your decision, right? I used to be the no contact person. Because that was the best way for me to deal with my situation. I've come to realize that n- no contact is rough. Um, it, it, and it's rough for a lot of reasons, okay? There are other ways. Very low contact. So you minimize the exposure you have with the narcissistic parent. You can go... You can go low contact and remember that every conversation you have with them has to be about things like the weather. Oh, the dog went to the vet and got his shots. Oh, yeah, the kids have spring break in a week. If you catch my drift here, we're talking about very superficial topics, nothing that's personal, nothing that's important. Never give the narcissist weapons, right? Ammunition against you because they will use it against you, right? Well, I I say this all the time. It's like the Miranda rights. Anything you say can and will be used against you at a later date, right? I'm not going to say a court of law, but at a later date, in some cases, it is a court of law. So (laughs) keep that in mind. Um, So... You have to give yourself permission and stop letting a four-letter word, okay, which guilt is not four letters, right? G-U-I-L-T, that's five. (laughs) Whoops, hope was the uh, four-letter word, not guilt. Don't let a five-letter word, guilt, Control your decisions. Okay. I know it's difficult to leave that those kids behind. But it may be the only way. Okay. It may be the only way. Is to say, I have to save myself. Make sure those kids know that you are there for them. Okay. If they need you. Because there may come a point when they will need you. Right? Especially if you're out on your own and you're independent. Think of how much good you can do for them. If they need to run away. And you're in no contact with the parent. And they really can't. Right? Like you've really protected yourself. They can't get to you. And that child is safe. With you. Okay? You have to think a little bit ahead instead of thinking, well, if I go no contact or low contact, anything that they notice, right? I don't talk to them as much. I don't go to parties. I don't go to, 
you know, the, the, the holiday dinner is not, I'm not going, um, they're going to notice your absence. They're going to notice. They notice little tiny things. A narcissistic parent, especially a woman, a mother, will notice the order in which you sign a card. Okay? And by that I mean, I used to sign my cards to my mother with my name, my husband's name, and my daughter's name. Right? So that was the order. The last card I sent her was after I found out I had brothers. Um, and I was not happy with her, and I, it was a very cold note that I didn't even write. It was an Amazon gift, so it was, you know, a little note you can add. And, and I wrote the order, my husband, my name, and my daughter's name, and she noticed. They noticed everything, okay? So, they will notice that you changed your behavior, that you're putting up boundaries. But you have to. Someone has to be, if there's a sibling situation, has to be okay and safe. Okay, even Chris Godinez talks about her older sister being the one that helped her. So someone needs to be okay, and that may be you. Now, there's all, so many situations, okay, that I can think of. In the dynamic of a narcissistic family, right? And by that I mean there's a narcissist, a scapegoat, a golden child, an enabler, right? F flying monkeys, and, and they can just, one of your siblings can be a narcissist, a flying monkey, and an enabler, right? All three. You don't even know what you're sacrificing your life for because. If the siblings are young, you don't know what they're going to turn into. How they're going to deal with the abuse. And, and most of the time, or sometimes, sometimes, they do turn into narcissists. There's way less scapegoats than there are flying monkeys and narcissists or people with narcissistic traits. Or borderline, right? Borderlines are fine. Borderlines tend to want to look for help, right? I'm not saying anything negative about borderline personality disorder. As a matter of fact, I fall under some of the symptoms with borderline myself. Um, but you don't know what you're, you're going to be dealing with. So please don't sacrifice your wedding, for example. All right? If the reason that you're worried is because you're getting married and your your mother has said to you, well, the kids won't be going to the wedding, then you say, fine, that's fine. Okay? Don't fight it. There's nothing you can do about it, right? The only person that you can control is you. You cannot control the narcissist the flying monkeys, or anybody else, including your own spouse, okay? Now, if your spouse sees the toxicity of this narcissistic parent, you have even a bigger reason here, all right, to take care of yourself because that narcissistic parent will 100% Try to break up your marriage. And I'm saying that without hesitation. They will 100% try to break up the marriage. As a matter of fact, 
if you're in this situation now, your mother has already done things to try and break you two up. Okay? And for those of you that are married, tell me that your mother never said or father never said anything. Because that's not true. That's not how it works. A true narcissist is going to try and get you to divorce a good person and stay with a bad one. Because that was me. That was me. My mother, I mean, my mother did things when I was married to the first husband. Um, she created fights, but never enough to get me to divorce him. I divorced him because I realized on my own how toxic that marriage was. And then, of course, when I went no contact, she befriended him. Um, when she wouldn't even talk to him before that. <laughs> but she befriended him, became best friends. Um, because that's what they do. They'll befriend your enemy. Because the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? So, rule of thumb. <laughs> um, so, look. you. I'm giving you permission to be selfish and that's not being selfish i'm saying it because you might feel selfish but you're not being selfish you are doing what you need to do for your health for your mental health to heal from years and years and years of psychological manipulation abuse and it's not easy to heal, okay? Because when you're still in it, you do not see things clearly. When you walk away, when you step back, it's like someone took off those glasses that, you know those glasses they give you when they dilate your eyes? They take those off. And you see things the way they really are. And you have to be prepared for the memories, the things that you didn't realize were bad. You know, you, it's not a, maybe a new memory. It's just something that you're like, oh, my God, that was something that was toxic. Oh, my God. It, you don't even understand how many things just start. And it, 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 like, comes in a rush. And then it'll calm down, but then you'll get them little by little, and then something could trigger it. But there are ways to deal with that. And again, I'll talk more about that um, in in my program and how to deal with the memories and the, those triggers because you will be triggered. Believe me, I'm still triggered. I'm still triggered. I still watch TV and I may be, you know, watching something innocent and my, I realize I'm not even paying attention. Something triggered a memory or a thought. But we can control those thoughts. Not the thought. The thought's going to come. We've, this is scientifically proven. There's no way to control the thoughts that come into our minds. We create those thoughts, right? We do. So we can't really stop them. We created them. But there's a way to accept the thought. And then tell it to go suck a lemon. Okay? Stopping the thought. 
not telling it, no, 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 I don't want, no, 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 I don't want to deal with it, I don't want to deal with it, because all you're doing is thinking about the thought. But actually just saying, oh, okay, I'm having this memory. Now, thank you, I remember it. Now, go bark up a tree. Bye-bye, see ya. That's how you do thought stopping, and that actually works better because your mind is not going, wait, 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 she's not, or he's not accepting this thought. I need to try harder. We accepted the thought. We just told it to leave. All right. So I hope that this was helpful for any of you that have a sibling situation um, and that you are feeling guilty about possibly leaving them and don't want to leave, but you need to leave. You need to do what's best for you, okay? You cannot stop your life because of your siblings. They're your siblings. Your parents had them. They're not your responsibility. It is great that you want to be there for them and you are going to be there for them because you're going to make sure that they know that you are there if they need you. That is how you're going to deal with that. But you cannot stop your life. It's not fair. All right? You have a right as a human to be happy, to live your life, to do what you want, to do what you need to do, to be happy and successful, to have a wonderful wedding and marriage. And a narcissistic parent shouldn't be able to manipulate you out of that, out of your happy life. And your siblings, they're not going to hate you. Okay, it's natural. It's the process, progress of life. My mother died, okay? So, I mean, that's life. Things happen. You got older, you got married. You got older, you went to college. You got older, you moved out. You don't know how many times in the last couple of days, for some reason, I've said to my husband, I wish I would have lived on my own in my 20s. I wish I would have just told my mother to go suck a lemon when she pretty much told me I had to get married, even though I was having doubts, and said, yeah, you can't force me. What are you going to do? And instead planned an escape, right? Because I had three months at that point before the wedding, put money together, get my money back from the um, uh, caterer, right? Or get whatever I could back and um, rent an apartment, even with roommates. And I've lived on my own and have walked away from that whole entire life. Now, of course, I had my daughter with that husband, so life happens the way it's supposed to, right? And we have to appreciate that sometimes, that... Sometimes we have to have these bad experiences because it makes us stronger. It makes us smarter. It makes us better people. In the end, it makes us better people. I never thought in a million years that I would be talking into a phone (laughs) because that's how I'm doing it right now. Talking into a phone, talking to faceless people because I don't know who you guys are. And... Caring this much about how you are doing, how your mental health is. 
And having a passion for something this much, right? I worked for the American Cancer Society, and I was passionate about that, about cancer and and what we were doing there. But this is different because this happened to me. I did not have cancer. But this is happening to me right now. You know, or it was happening to me. I'm still in it. So I haven't healed 100% yet. My mother is dead and and that's another thing. I'm like, well, that's new. I thought she would be gone and I'd be good with it, right? But it's not her death. It's the fact that not enough time has passed since I went no contact, which upsets me to no end that... It will always be four years of no contact because she died, right? I can't really say I'm no contact when she's dead. <laughs> that's not no contact anymore. I think she's in an urn somewhere. Um, that's that's pretty permanent. Um, and I also learned that I don't believe in ghosts. Isn't that a fun thing? I used to think that there was such thing as spirits that could, you know, possibly haunt you, but... You know, I I do spend time talking about her, a lot of time talking about her, negative things. I'm doing the program. (laughs) And she hasn't come to haunt me yet. So I'm thinking um, either she's totally like, I don't know if there's a heaven and hell. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what happened. She just went straight down. She doesn't know what's going on with me. Anyway. But, yeah, I I realize I don't believe in ghosts. Haven't been afraid of her for a second. Maybe that's what it is. It's that I'm not afraid. So, it doesn't matter. Right? Okay, guys. I'm going to end there. So, I give you permission to be selfish. But it's not selfishness. It's Selfishness is how you see it. It's taking care of yourself. It's self-care... So that you're there and healthy to help your siblings in the future. Okay? I hope this was helpful. I hope that any of you that, you know, again, I'm always open to suggestions. Send me a DM with with a podcast you want to hear. And I'll make it. I've done it several times. I get ideas from you guys. I love it. I love getting it. So, I love you. I hope this was helpful and until next time.